Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's up, you guys? Sean Rossap. Welcome to Fightful. It is September 13th, 2023. This is your AEW Dynamite post-show review. We are here uh, damn near every night, Monday through Saturday, Raw, NXT, Dynamite, ROH, Impact, SmackDown, and Collision. That, in addition to uh, afternoon shows or morning shows on Monday, on Wednesday, Thursday, Saturday, you know the drill. We got you covered. Over 102,000 strong here at youtube.com slash Fightful. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, threads, all that good stuff. You can also find us on FightfulSelect.com where we have a bunch of exclusive news and shows that we'll tell you about. Uh, one of those shows, very popular show, features this fella, Alex Palowski. Alex, how you doing? Um uh terrible sean uh last last night 2 a.m i went downstairs because i had forgotten to pack my daughter's lunch for school and i was greeted to about a quarter inch of standing water in my kitchen because oh, no. the ice maker in the freezer wouldn't stop squirting out lukewarm water Whoa. so it had melted all the ice in the ice in the ice tray and just f- overflowed my kitchen and if i had just gone to bed like i wanted to if I had been the smart dad who packed his daughter's lunch before he went upstairs to record a podcast, everybody in my house would have slept through till 7.30 and it would have been five and a half more hours of water coming out. <laughs> so as it was, I had to sop up water with every towel in the house, find a way to shut off all the valves, and we finally got everything under control about, oh, five in the morning. So I am tired and cranky. Send in your plumber puns, your super chats, your humper chats. Tell yes. us your plumbing nightmare stories. Mm-hmm. Let yeah. us profit from Alex's misery in some capacity. <laughs> Please. Please. Somebody leave us should. A, leave us a thumbs up on this video. We would greatly appreciate that. Here on YouTube this week, we have interviews with Aaliyah James, Selena De Laurenta. We had one with Steve Macklin last week. And we got Ricochet this week. Let's talk AEW. And, uh, you know, a lot of people talking about the attendance. That's the turnstile attendance. There are a whole lot of people that don't want to read about anything. No. <laughs> so there is a uh, a bit of a... How do I put this? There's a figure... And then there's the actual in the building number. Then there's the, oh, hey, this is with all the ticket takers, ushers, all that type of stuff. Uh, This is why Brandon Thurston was like, hey, will you make the audit reports available to us, et cetera? I'm sure now Tony will have to answer to, uh, to this new number that is out from uh, local authorities, so to speak, about the actual turnstile numbers. And if we get Super Chats, Humper Chats, we'll be talking about that as well. 
No, I I don't know what that. No, no pulse. No pulse. Wow. No pulse. Hopefully, there's a pulse. No, no pulse would be an odd thing to talk about. No pussy. Wow. Hey, listen, if you've been a member for of our YouTube for 12 months, we've got such great <laughs> content. You won't even have time for it. Jamal says Alex Plumlowski <laughs> are doing great. <sighs> oh man. Yeah. Oh yes. boy. Uh <laughs> let's go ahead and talk about AEW Dynamite. What do you think of this show overall? Um good. Uh, good i mean it, it's a weird thing we're, we're heading into the, their one of their biggest like regular wednesday shows of the year um and I, i'm i'm enthusiastic about a lot of the stuff that's happening on that card um like really enthusiastic about a lot of stuff happening at wrestle dream so like we're moving into a cool area mm-hmm. tonight like the lows were tragically low for me on this on this show and the highs were were pretty great but like not so great that they outweighed just just a bottoming out type of segment like we saw in the middle of there. And I mean, they're struggling to get people to show up to the venues. I mean, that is yes. that is objective outside of, yeah. of all yeah. in. What which... I have what I have heard is that Grand Slam is twice as expensive as it was last year. Is that the, is that the case? And it's it's in the same place it's always been, which is very difficult to get to and difficult to park around. AEW re- needs to truly evaluate their venue situation. And I know they've got a lot of things planned out and I'm sure Warner brothers discovery has a lot of say as well, but if yeah. I, I would also, I, w- I would make an effort for their show to look cool. Like I'm not saying run Hammerstein ballroom, but no places like that or the globe theater or things that look different, feel different. Just have that, that I used to love when nitro would do the, the beach thing. I mentioned even mall of America is running shows like, mm-hmm do something cool like like staying wrestling at the mall of america again would be yeah cool that'd be great uh, i wish they would would do some different uh different things yeah to maybe make people think you know what this is this is something i gotta be a part of yeah jay poe says just started 25 minutes late but there are three matches that could main event this hope it lives up to my new hype well, there's one match that did main event it. That's true. Uh, we will be getting to that. Christian Hernandez lies and says Justin Fields greater than Joe Burrow. I wouldn't count on that lasting too much longer. But we got John Moxley defeating Big Bill. You know John Moxley is going to wrestle in Cincinnati. Uh, this is something that he, he wanted Cincinnati for a long time. They made it happen. He told me almost four years ago, that he yeah. wanted to be here at the Heritage Bank Center too, or the Heritage Bank Arena, whatever the hell it's called. It used to be the U.S. Bank Arena. WWE caught it on fire at one point during Raw 1001. Uh, I was there for that. We had to evacuate. Uh, but they're there. You know he's going to wrestle there. I mean, even then, even with John Moxley, it's hard for them to put asses in seats in Cincinnati. But he has a good match with Big Bill. But unfortunately... Th- the formula of dynamite and why I think in, in my opinion, why I'd be like, you know what? Don't got to be there for this. Yeah. Bill, Brian cage, big, bad sons of bitches that you 100% know they ain't winning whatever great match they're a part of because right. you never see them win on dynamite. Right. You never see them win on dynamite. Like, no. is it that hard to, to just one segment Bam, he hits a big boot. He wins a match. Right. Send it back to Tony. Mm, I, I just wish that we would see a Brian Cage or a it, Big Bill win matches on Dynamite. If you're going to do the blank in action, the people you should be doing those squash matches are not the people that we normally see win the big matches. They're the people who will face those guys in the big matches. So we've actually actively watched them win those types of squash matches. So they go, oh, wow, that guy really looked really impressive when he beat that guy in 18 seconds. Um, now, when he faces the top guy, we think there's a chance. You know, we've already, if we don't need to see the top guy squash anybody. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's, it, it is, it, it's interesting that way. But I think that Bill uh, and Cage 
are so great at what they do um, that you're, I think, especially with Big Bill, you're, he's going to mess around and make you put a put a belt on him because yeah. he's he's so good at at what they're asking him to do in these uh, situations in these matches. Um, he they kept bringing up Moxley's at usually the biggest dude in the match. People don't realize he's like six three. Like he's 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 big. He's a big, dude. He's a big big. If you saw like a if you if you were a part of your friend group, he would be the biggest yes. of all of them. But yes. then he gets in. Then he gets in the ring with a guy who's six foot ten or seven feet. You can't teach that. And and he looks much smaller. And they say he's got to hit all of his lariats up as opposed yeah. to down. Like that's a different thing and Moxley is such a skilled wrestler. He wrestles to that dynamic in the match and it's a completely different kind of match than we're used to seeing from Moxley and that's what makes it so great. Maddie Nice says instead of Yum Center do Freedom Hall. I'm not meaning like s- smaller buildings or anything like that because I don't have a problem with AEW running the places they run. Yum Center, Rep Arena, Heritage Bank Arena and then scaling them. I'm just saying if they want to give a different feel, a different environment, go to some of these uncharacteristic and unique places uh, that that don't look the same as everywhere else. Do a smaller show with a, a louder environment. Remind people what exactly AEW is. But I think a lot of it comes down to the matches are predictable. Matches are going to be good, but you knew John Moxley was beating Big Bill. Daniel says, right. last week, Bleacher Report said Mox needs some sort of character change or development. Do you agree? I like that he defends the belt often. Would love him and Osprey for Seattle. It always needs to be a what's next. A it, it should We should often have clashes of people that you look at and you go, wait, hold on. Neither one of these guys can afford to lose. Yeah, that's the point. That's what we yeah. see with Hangman and Swerve. When you say people hear mm-hmm. people say, "Oh, neither one can lose," they're pushed. They're pushed. Mm-hmm. Well, tough shit. Other guys getting a push. Other guy. One guy's losing. Other guys getting a push. It doesn't need to be guy with L L L L versus guy with W W W W in the collar. Right. Right. Uh, again, a good match, but it is what it is. Oh, we've got uh, BCC Brian and Claudio challenging Starks and Bill. Now this, this is, is because this was interesting to me. This, this, this was interesting thing. to me too, because uh, the the Starks Danielson thing isn't over. Uh, yeah. I've been enjoying that, but At, that, Starks, they asked, they, them brawling outside the ring during the Big Bill and Moxley thing, like D- Danielson actively holding Starks back from trying to help out Big Bill while he was in the triangle was yeah. really good stuff. And I was like, this is a this is a perfect two on two thing. And I said to myself. Let Claudio stay Claudio over there being the antagonist for Eddie Kingston. Like, I'm all for Shades of Grey, but I don't want to, like, root for Claudio on Saturday and root against him on Wednesday. Like, I'm all for Shades of Grey, but that was a little too much for me. And uh, we've got somebody saying um, predictability isn't always a bad thing. It's not, but when about, I would say... 75% of your match time is devoted to predictable, predictable outcomes. It is to me. Um, And I think they could, they could lighten that up a little bit or at least make it better. Maddie nice says it's weird. Mox said Kingston was light work. I mean that, that could be starting a little something with Kingston and uh, Mox down the line as well. Goth style pilot driver says, Bill using Mox's blood as lipstick during the Popeyes commercial was bananas. He is really, Big Bill really is so good. good. He's so good at those little in the middle of match stuff. He's so great because he's not afraid to like be funny as a big monster type guy. He's great. Like I say, he's gonna mess around and make somebody put a belt on him at some point. Um, I, I love that. The other thing that we that we that the, if nothing else, we've learned that somebody broke uh, Ricky Starks's pearl, pearl necklace, and that. Is beyond the pale, and somebody's gonna have to pay. Somebody's gonna have to pay. Just screaming, "You broke my pearl necklace!" Was great. 
Also, uh, I think it is worth noting that they mentioned that Moxley and Big Bill used to be roommates back in their WWE developmental days, which I think is a great, great touch. I thought that was a a great addition to that story. Backstage, we end up seeing Claudio and Kingston having a calm stare down in the middle of some BCC Lucha Bros, you know, wildness. I thought Mm -hmm. that was good. Uh, I don't think they should have said anything. I don't think Kingston should have even said anything. They just should have stared. Just should have stared. But I enjoyed this. Don Callis comes out with his uh, brown noise music that makes everybody shit their pants. Mm -hmm. He's with Takeshita. Cuts a very interesting promo. (laughs) He says he unveils his newest piece of Mel Coleman art. Mm Mm-hmm. And at some point, we have to start questioning Mel Coleman as to why she enables this man. <laughs> you can refuse a commission, Mel. Yes. You don't have to take every job somebody pays Come for. on, Mel. Come on, Mel. It even said commissions closed on your profile at one point. So I want the answers. She, she's she got commissions with a big red X next to it on her profile right now. <laughs> so not only, Mel, can you reject yep. a commission... You are actively telling people to not submit commissions. Is this a cry for help, Mel Coleman? I don't know. I think it is. I I think she just feels obligated at this stage. So Don Callis unveils the newest piece of art, and it's Kota Ibushi. That is the target. And this is a story that AEW has never fully told, and I think it's one that they've kept in their back pocket. And Kota Ibushi and Kenny Omega as the Golden Lovers were tag team partners, heavily implied to be lovers. Mm. And that is not a well, story. The that gold, is... Golden Lovers kind of heavily implies it by itself. Of course. And then, and then everything else kind of helped. Everything else kind of helped as well. <laughs> yeah. So Don Callis leaning heavily into this, he's like, Kota Ibushi is your heart. And I'm going to make you watch him get skinned while you're at home like a cuck he says alex yeah. right <laughs> yeah that's good what'd you think the, the honestly the thing i like the most about it because it's, just, it's a really subtle thing but it makes so much sense that i really love when wrestling does this and the play on words that like just all of a sudden goes oh that's good yeah because Takeshta has now twice pinned the omega he is now the alpha Ah. that is so good i hope that stays with him for as long as he's in aew for his entire career the alpha takeshita is such a because i mean you look at that guy just that's what it feels like he's like this the the leader of a pack of very angry werewolves or something like he's just he's he's so fast he's so strong of course he's the alpha, but also he's the alpha because he beat the Omega. That's so great. I'm just like, I met them. I was like, ah, uh, I wish I had come up with that myself. It's one of those ones. I like that a lot. As do I. Uh, Jay says, this is my first time seeing Don Callis regularly. Was he ever a big in-ring wrestler? Did he just figure it out as a manager? Did he ever have a run in WWE? Oh, boy. Did he ever have a run in WWE in the Attitude Era? He was known as the Jackal. He uh, led a team called the Truth Commission, which featured uh, Recon, Sniper, and Kurgan. Kurgan, who you might know from like a lot of movies. Honestly, yeah, he's, he's probably one of the more successful wrestlers turned movie stars that, yeah. that yeah. exists. Uh, he's been in Deadpool 2. He's been in, there was a movie, uh, Becky, with Kevin James. Actually, a very, very good movie. Um, where it was a horror movie. He was in, gosh, whatever, 300, um, all kinds of stuff. He has been in a ton of different things. I can't remember which one Recon and which one Sniper was, but they eventually became Bull Buchanan. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Jackal would go on and uh, manage the oddities as well. Then he went to ECW, and that's probably where he was most over before all of this because he was uh, the, the network. He played effectively a TNN representative who yep. was holding down 
ECW. He did have a, a number of WWF matches. He wrestled on Shotgun Saturday Night a bunch. He wrestled on ECW a few times. And uh, then he went over to TNA where he kind of wrapped up his in-ring career with a just a, a thrilling feud with Eric Watts, one of the most dog shit terrible things I have ever seen in wrestling. It was horrible, horrible. But uh, he emerged years later, and now here, here you go. So that's the abbreviated history of Don Callis, who I've been watching for 25 years now. It's wild to think. Mm-hmm. Well, we've got Mike the Jeweler. My dude, always so generous to us. He says, any news on Cookie Monster Pumpkin? Seems like a lot could call, be calm before the storm. That's that's how I feel personally. This is a hunch. So if anybody writes an article about this, I want you to shame them, call them a dumbass, and tell them mm-hmm. they're irresponsible. Yes. I get the feeling that he is being quiet and telling friends to be quiet for a number of reasons. One, potential legal situations. Yes. Two, He's tired of shit being out there finally. Yeah. Or three, he's figuring out what his next move is. We do not know if like maybe he negotiated some sort of quiet severance. I mean, he had an employment contract. It yeah. was with cause. So mm, don't know. says dynamite was great. BCC promo in the back with Mox and his facials on point. Mox is really, really good at that. He's Motivated so Mox is great. Then he says, Prince Nana doing the swerve dance is just fantastic. Oh, Mike, we are going to spend some time on that. Prince Nana, who signed a new contract, as reported by FightfulSelect.com, best $5 in the business. Hook interview gets interrupted by a very tired Orange Cassidy. Now, (laughs) Orange Cassidy is like, "Uh, yeah, about, I used to have one of those. Hmm. And Hook was like, yeah, you were a great champion. And OC's like, yeah, man, you too. And I'm just sitting there like, yeah, but is he? I love Hook. I think he's great. But they never have him wrestle. Almost never have this guy wrestle. It feels like he never defends this title. He's honestly, he's he's incredibly impressive when he does wrestle, but he doesn't do it often enough. Yes. Uh, But this was very much to just get people on tv and i'm I'm cool with that sure whatever we hear from less sex gods we see a this by the way this is way too long <laughs> this went forever because they had to show the video and all that stuff uh the the music video and all that and it it turns into a story which is quite interesting because i i heard something something different But Jericho says, I was watching NWA 70, which happened in October 2018, which should show you just how close to all in Tony Khan was getting the ball rolling in AEW. Mm -hmm. And he said that he saw Sammy Guevara and said, this guy's got to get hired. And uh, I think Cody would probably take exception to that. I believe Cody probably believes that he got Sammy Guevara hired. And uh, Chris Jericho is talking about all he's done for Sammy. And Sammy rightfully says, well, that's kind of the reason why I need to face you and beat you is because I have been tethered to you my entire AEW career for better or for worse. And I can't live in your shadow. And perception wise, as far as like how high he is on the card, objectively you got to kind of agree with him because everybody saw him as a guy who was going to headline AEW and outside of being here and there, he hasn't done that. So this is his effort. He's like, listen, I like you. I respect you, but I got to get the hell out of your shadow. Uh, Yeah. The, the (laughs) montage to the drippy sappy music was just like actively being stabbed in the, in the eyes with ice picks. Um, I, this, I'm all for Jericho and Sammy fighting each other. This is a match that has been built to actively since the very beginning of AEW. They they have to fight each other at some point. The fact that they're finally doing it, like, so they can hug it out afterwards and not because they hate each other. Doesn't like it doesn't make any sense to me. 
Um, the when 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 pardon Jericho's... me, Alex, I'm going to blow my nose on the air just to avoid okay. any other allegation. Right. No, no, I'll let you. I'll let you go. There you go. He blow. He's blowing his nose. Everybody, I'm. I'm. I bear witness. He blew his nose. I um, just made that shot left-handed, by the way. Wow, Kobe. Um, uh, I don't understand why Sammy says I need to. Uh, I need to face you and to beat you so that I can prove that I'm not in your shadow anymore. And Jericho says. That's why I told both you and Daniel Garcia to get the hell away from me and go out on your own. Those things cannot be true. And also, that's why after we after we kick each other's butts, we're going to be tag champs. You can't do the both of those things. He cannot be saying, go, go out and, and live your life by yourself. That's great. And also, let's be tag champs together. And Sammy Guevara can't say, I got to beat you up. So I can prove I can stand on my own without you, uh, without being in your shadow. That's why we should be tag champs. That doesn't make any sense. All of this was so bad and so long, and there was no payoff to this segment whatsoever. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let us know in the chat. Let us know in the comments on this video. Is this doing it for you? I understand that when Jericho got a hold of Sammy, he felt like, you know, he was young, he was green, all that stuff. But being green isn't always a bad thing. Athleticgreens.com slash Fightful. Man, this is my go-to supplement, my go-to multivitamin, but it's so much more than a multivitamin. By the way, you want to be drinking your multivitamin. It absorbs a lot better. I take one scoop of AG1 from athleticgreens.com slash Fightful, put it in my eight ounces of water, drink it down, and I'm good to go. I got a multivitamin that, that covers so much, minerals, probiotics. That's why you never see me getting sick. You got your adaptogens, antioxidants. You've got a digestive enzyme. They all work together for a stronger foundation for your health. Free one-year supply of vitamin D3 and K2 plus five free travel packs when you use athleticgreens.com slash Fightful. By the way, it also helps recovery. So if you've had a tough workout, this athleticgreens.com slash Fightful AG1 product is really going to help you out. They've got doctors. They've got endurance athletes, people with PAD, D's, the professor of genetics at Harvard Medical School, David Sinclair, putting this thing over. Athleticgreens.com slash Fightful. That immunity support, that digestive support, that multivitamin, all at athleticgreens.com slash Fightful. Speaking of uh, former Yas members, Callis tries to recruit Daniel Garcia. I just want to see Daniel Garcia doing something on this damn show. Something. 
Bizarro Big L says, flashbacks, Alex. We've had many floods in New England. One particular involved me and my brothers almost getting a foot of water out of my grandma's basement while she was loopy on sleeping pills. Ate a whole roast beef. Almost scarred us for life. Wait, what the hell does the roast beef have to do with this? (laughs) How did the roast beef just make a cameo? No, okay. I I know this is not my case, thankfully. We have other other fridges and freezers to put things in we did have to take everything out of the fridge and the freezer just to make sure so sometimes <laughs> oh, if you've got something okay. in there yes. you have to eat it you yes. can't like there's nowhere for it to go you have to eat whatever's in the fridge and I thought that took a bad. hard left turn i was yeah. like what what the hell's arby's got to do with this okay now go. i get it I he, was, he yeah. didn't want to waste that meat you yep. listen when it comes to yeah meat Mm-hmm. If you don't use it, you lose it. That's right. Damn. Grand Slam women's title four-way eliminator. Tony Storm defeated Britt Baker, DMD, Nyla Rose, and Hikaru Shida. Uh, listen, I feel a lot of ways about how the women's division has been booked. Um, I feel like Soraya taking the title straight from Tony made it, would have made a lot more sense, but I don't think they planned that far ahead. Right. Uh, at least I don't think Tony did. Um, I definitely think that Tony Storm is the right person to win this match, in my opinion. I don't think right. it got nearly enough time. No. I don't think it got nearly enough spotlight. But Tony Storm is one of the better parts of the company for me right now. From a character she's standpoint, brilliant. she is maximizing the 60 seconds to 90 seconds that she gets, getting herself over getting viral or going viral, getting people interested in her. This match to me, I may, maybe it just flew by for me, but it felt like it was four or five minutes. That's how it felt to me. Uh, didn't, yeah. not nearly long enough, but I'm, I'm fine. I, not only am I fine, I think that Tony Storm should have won this match because she's over right now. Yeah, I um, I think that um, Tony Storm is... I don't like I it's impossible for me to catalog it because it's on such a different level than everything else. Like it's it's so she's found this gimmick, which is just so silly, and she's playing it so earnestly that that's where the comedy comes from. You really believe this woman thinks she's a 1950s Hollywood starlet gone to seed. It's so great. I I, I her coming into the match to pose and Nyla being like, what are you doing? Says, oh, is that not my cue? And like, yes. she gets like, she's, I mean, I, I don't know, man. She's just so great. The thing of it is, is that I don't want her to win versus Soraya because I think she can't be champion and be this gimmick. Yes. Because the gimmick requires her to be so addled about not being a champion. Although, honestly, though, her, oh, well, now you really do love me. That's why I've the, gotten this award. Like, but it's like the bum ass Corbin thing. Like it worked yeah. so well. And then when yeah. he didn't have that, not yeah. only do you have a character that needs to win in order to retain their character once he's no longer bum ass Corbin. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, that can be very helpful. Look at Chelsea Green, for example. Her character is that she's a Karen. She complains about everything. It's never her fault. She needs to rely on other people for success. Right. Tony Storms is quite literally that she's losing everything which is what Soraya's promo was about. And I loved yeah. Soraya's promo too. It was very good. It was very good. It was probably yeah. one of the, probably the best promo that Soraya has done in years and years. I thought she's like, you've lost your friends. You lost your championship. Now you're losing your mind. And you're also going to lose this match against me next week as well. Mm-hmm. And you ain't going to have shit. Yeah. So I thought that was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Really, really great. Uh, Tony storm right now is is like on the edge of something very very special and somebody's saying like her becoming a cat lady very soon Mm. buddy i hope we are like four months away from her being brenda fricker and home alone 2 with pigeon (laughs) shit all over her no see don't think that you're you're mixing your metaphors on the crazy i I want a deterioration (laughs) a complete deterioration Uh, of her cool Cool. Uh, what I need now is a call and response chant every time she's in the ring. Chin up, tits out, watch for the shoe. It'd be great. Chin, be great. Tits out, watch for the shoe. Chin up, tits out, watch for the shoe. Oh, boy. 
Meet Normus says, uh, an old lady once said, where's the beef? Wardlow, Keith Lee, Lance Archer, Butcher, Miro, Hobbs, Luchasaurus are enough for a sirloin beef division. I sincerely believe if AEW wants to do a tournament, mm-hmm. they should do a 16-man at least meat slapping tournament. You have the meat. You, you do s- have you, you all the meat. And there, 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 you, need to, you can have at least a couple of play-in games, too. Yes, there could be a lot of fun there. There's a, there's enough guys. You get you have a reliably Listen, about eighteen to twenty dudes who could fit the bill. John Silver winning two tournament matches. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Give me that. Yeah. Give me that. Him like hoisting up some big ass dude on his shoulder. Ah, yeah. oh. I mean, he's listen. Uh, you could easily do one. Well, I I I briefly very briefly booked one without fully seating it. In which John Silver versus Satnam Singh for the number sixteen slot was a play-in game, and you have John Silver beat Satnam Singh to get to yes. get the sixteen spot versus the number one seed in the tournament, whoever that is, and you have John Silver push that guy to his absolute limit. That look, could be a listen, lot of fun. Look at this. Everybody is saying, "Oh yeah, Arby's, it's, Arby's, it's the Arby's, Arby's. Arby's. The Arby's Yep. Or get get our friend who ate an entire roast beef to sponsor it. Yep, that's true. Get him to do it. MJF is not there tonight, but we see a promo from last week. And the promo is him cutting the Steiner math promo. It is. Uh, (laughs) Sawyer says MJF math, a hangman singles feud, 2.0 back in tag team action. Samoa Joe dominating. The Braves being six times straight division champs. What a night. AW feels super fresh following all in, all out, and I'm here for it. This is good. This is a wrestling history is AEW history thing. So many people know and love the Steiner math promo. And if you don't, well, then you just think that MJF cut a really crazy ass yeah, promo. That's true. So there you go. Um, it's like it's like when somebody samples a song and like years later you find out what, what that. Oh, wait, that's what that's from. There are like 17 year old kids that have no idea what the hell he's no. talking about now. No, but you can hear from the reaction in the in the auditorium. Like a, a yes. good half of the people midway through the second sentence were like, oh my God, he's doing the Steiner math promo. Like you, you, yeah, it's great. So good. Loved it. It was really, really great. Uh, Nick says, what did you guys think about the interactions between Sheeta and Baker? I felt things uh, felt very awkward. Neither commentary nor the cameras emphasized when Sheeta choked Baker or Baker walked away with her kendo stick. Yeah, there was a lot, I think, that was left on the table there. I don't know if that was by design because a lot of, and somebody says that Excalibur is good at moves, not the story. There there have been some spots that I have seen missed, either by production, commentary. In that particular situation, you got four people to focus on and you're trying to focus on the winner. But if you want to develop the who's next and the story underneath the story and the story around the story. That way more people get over, more people are popular. You turn them into draws, et cetera. You've got to pay attention to these types of things. You have to develop more than one story out of a match like this. Was there anything you thought they could have done better here? I think now I'm, I'm probably putting way too much faith in them, but there I've seen a few of these where I, where I'm like, I'm spotting something here but nobody's bringing it up, so it must have been nothing. But then months later, when they get to the eventual pay-per-view thing between those two people, they go back in the little video package and show you these little moments that you think nobody caught. They were doing it on purpose just for for this thing later. So do I think it's it's likely that we get a Britt Baker versus Hikaru Shida match later down the line, maybe as far away as full gear? And this is just part of what is building to it because they keep seeming to keep getting their wires crossed over and over again or uh, pissing each other off or whatever. And eventually it becomes too much and we got to have a match between two of the most decorated women in AEW's history. If you could say the most. And then, then, then you got off to the races. Get in your super chats. Get in your humper chats, guys. Let us know what you guys want to talk about. Anime Otaku says if Tony loses in New York City, does she quit the Outcast? I think she already has. I think I she's think done. Basically, they've they've told her she's not really in the Outcast. Yeah, she anymore. can't sit at their table anymore. No, she's no, she can't do that. Jamal says would love Vikingo versus Osprey at Wrestle Dream. 
you know, me, like, I wouldn't mind that match, but there is 0% chance that Vikingo would win that. And I, I really, really want AEW mm. to focus a little bit more on matches where I have some fleeting right. conflict mentally over who the hell is going to win this match. The main event was very, very good at that. I, I had a pretty good idea Samoa Joe was going to win, but I thought, are there going to be shenanigans? Right. Bizarro Big L says, not wrong, Sean. It was a more of a case of a sleepwalking grandmother eating it by herself while we made no. sure the basement dried out. We had to send her to bed, and she started parroting sassily what we said back to us at 2 a.m. Oh, my God. Wow. My grandmother, so it's my grandmother is a Native American woman who grew up in the most hillbilly area of Kentucky. So she does not sound like a Native American woman. Mm, and mm-hmm. any time that you complain about anything, you would just hear anything else. That's what we would get. That's what we would get. And usually while we're fixing something of hers that she has broken, mm-hmm. go figure. Statlander versus Jade on rampage rampage. Okay. Well, that last seems week, I will say that last week's rampage had two tournament matches, mm-hmm. the young bucks, Britt Baker, Hikaru Shida. Like, they're very clearly adding a little bit to they're, it. They're and- trying to make it more, but as soon as Jade Cargill showed back up um, to, to target the Statlander, I was like, oh, this is made for a Grand Slam. Like, that's where Statlander's from, Long Island. Like, it, it, she finally gets to, like, beat Jade in a real match, not like the second match Jade wrestled back-to-back. Like, you could actually really build to it. I think there's a chance that we still get that, like, on the Grand Slam Rampage next week or whatever. Um, so at least it's filmed in in New York. Because whatever happens on Friday just is a, like, it's a, it ends in a schmoz or something. But it's very odd that they're trying to be like, hey, look at this, Rampage. I'm like, no, 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 no. You, you, th- th- you hid Jade Cargill from people a lot when she was champion. Yeah. And and Statlander never got a real honest-to-God match versus Cargill to become champion. The idea that you're like, hey, let's watch us on Rampage just feels like you're, again, shunting that that women's title off to the side again, which it, where it does not belong. Hangman Page defeated Brian Cage. Another phenomenal match in which the result was never in doubt. <laughs> Uh, I love Brian Cage wearing the face paint like all the time. He looks like he should be teaming with yeah. uh, the Barbarian. He looks like he should be yeah. right there with him, yep. with the Barbarian and the Warlord as just like axe smash and crush. Mm-hmm. Ah, cool. We got uh, Cage, Barbarian, and Warlord. Fits right in there. The match was good. Swerve is out there watching. Swerve says... You know what? I'm not going to fight you now. I'm going to fight you in my home state, Washington Wrestle Dream. And then he sends Cage back Mm -hmm. at Hangman Page, but the Young Bucks are there. And I like this because anybody the Young Bucks brush up against give at least that visual of importance there. So I love that. Why wouldn't they show up and help out their buddy? I like that. Like they're there, they're working anyway. Mm-hmm. They hit cage with a super kick, and goddamn, do I love how <laughs> abusively long Prince Nana exploited his camera time, Alex. Yes, yes he did. You can tell that the bus- I got that. Fa- I got that fat contract now. I'm not stopping for nothing. Several hours later, <laughs> and yep. then he turns around. Yep. And get super kicked. Yeah. He took forever to turn around. I loved it. He did. I loved um, it, Alex. Uh the match match again was great. Uh, I really liked it. Loved it ending ending with the dead eye instead of instead of the um the buckshot. I thought that was that was a cool wrinkle to the finish. Um uh, Cage and and Page uh, work really well together. Despite all my rage, this is still just a cage versus page. <laughs> Um, but I love the thing I love the most out of all of this was the demeanor of Swerve. 
so many times when you see uh, the heel who's got a bunch of underlings who fight matches for him um, and they fail, they flip out all the time. Like they're, ah, they scream. Anything goes wrong and they, they, they scream about it. But Swerve was like, all right, fine, whatever. So what I'm, I'm not going to fight you now. I'm not going to do that. That's dumb. I'm going to fight you when I decide to do it. Like the, the, just him dropping everything down and being, you can, you can tell clearly pissed, but also just, just, just tamp it. It, it makes him such a much more cool and interesting heel to me because we also know he's got that absolute serial killer main mentality whenever he wants to bring it out. So to know that he's the guy who will leave Nick Wayne bleeding out in his own garage and he's hiding that behind nothing just a complete stone face makes him so much more interesting as a heel to know he's got all those levels like swerve is just he he, he's got to beat page in this feud and then you strap a rocket to him he's the guy he's a type of guy who can be on top of this company he is so good at what he does Daniel R says, I get this is not the babyface thing to do, but I wish when Swerve said that he and Hangman were fighting, Hangman said no and forced Swerve to earn it. It'd be a little different. Um, I don't think that would have worked here. I mean, it would work with Rollins and Nakamura on, yeah. on Raw, where a, a world champion keeps offering a guy right. an unearned rematch. But there is a problem I had with this, and it's the very thing that I mentioned last week, Alex. This was the venue in which Hangman Page got knocked out and stretchered out, and they didn't even mention it. Yep. And I know that they know. I know that they know. And, like, that is such easy bait material. Just like a – funny, the last time you were here, you couldn't even stand up and Mm -hmm. finish a world title match. Mm Hmm. Mm. I'll finish what Mott started here last right. year. Like, do, do not, you miss the University I'm, of Cincinnati emergency room? I right. can send you back there. Anything. Hangman, I'm not going to face you here. Because as, as you know, this building is cursed for you. And I want you to be at your best. Yep. Like, I don't know. There's stuff. You get stuff you could do. I don't know. Nick Corvello says, I want Swerve to be the one to dethrone and face MJF. Listen, I would not be opposed to that. I think Swerve is a very, very special talent. Mm -hmm. Guys, get in your super chats. Get in your humper chats. We've got, uh, honestly, the most super chatted segment isn't even about a match. It's about Christian just saying something without saying something. Now, yeah. Darby and Nick Wayne defeat Menard and Parker. I am over the moon about 2.0 being back in the tag team fold on Dynamite. Sure. I love this. They need to add depth to that division, make it prominent again. Darby and Wayne winning. Well, they were setting up a match for next week. And I would, I honestly wouldn't mind it if it's like Menard and Parker are still trying to get their bearings underneath them after a year plus of basically being seconds for people. Yeah. Uh, but I thought this match was fine. You know, I thought the I thought the match is fine. I think Nick Wayne is again, he's a prodigy at this. I can't believe he's still he's eight he's like eighteen and two months old. Like eighteen years and two months old is is crazy to me that he's how good he is now. Give him time to fill out, learn more stuff. I can't imagine how good he's going to be when he's like Osprey's age. Like it's just it's crazy to me. You you hope the kid like absolutely stays stays healthy because he's got an amazing career ahead of him. He plays a really great face in peril. Like there's a lot of really good stuff here. Uh, the the jumping over Ange to to, to then somersault into the all these really cool levels to it. Um, and yeah, uh, Christian actively hating both of these guys and deciding that it was Swerve's fault they lost and all in so he's going to have a match against the against um Sting against Darby and Sting next week with his regular partner so uh 
<laughs> yeah, he said that he didn't lose the match. Mm-hmm. He said he didn't have his regular partner. Mm-hmm. It implies that he means Luchasaurus because then he challenges uh, Sting and Darby to a match next week. This is after he said that he was scrolling uh, Nick Wayne's mom's Instagram, saying she doesn't post enough bikini pictures and implying that he asked her for nudes, <laughs> which is a very Christian thing, <laughs> a very Christian character thing to do. But James Stalling says, Christian saying his normal partner wasn't there. Eyeball emoji. Amir says, do you think we get Edge or Mercedes next week at Grand Slam? Vicky says, my sting is back in the mix. Sting needs to leave my man alone. What do you know, SRS? How are they setting up him against Darby? Love you. Listen, I think next week we see a big name. That's my my personal hunch, not a report. I think if they want to start to get some asses in seats, they pop up with, with a Mercedes, with an Edge, with somebody Edge has already done his little little tricky trick where he says that he's under contract till the end of the month. I don't believe him. He's a liar. Alex, what do you think? Um, I think that... I mean, Christian obviously knows what he's saying. I mean, listen, all I was saying was that Luchasaurus is my regular partner, obviously. I mean, I don't know what you guys are reading <laughs> into. Um, but, uh, but um, yeah, the whole thing with, you know, Edge being taken off one thing of the internal roster, put on another one, all that stuff. But I do think that the one that to me is the most likely simply because they already like made sure to like basically put giant arrows pointing at her when she was watching all in is to have Soraya retain versus Tony storm and then have Mercedes debut then. And then you can build to Mercedes versus Soraya at full gear or even at wrestle dream. And that that can you put the title on Mercedes, and all of a sudden it's a brand new thing. You build the that uh, half of the entire company you build around Mercedes, and just let her and her drawing power, her her star power, do the rest. I think that is a, a really easy way of doing that. It would be a huge thing. The people in New York, it's a perfect place to do it because you have you'll have New York media there who can make it more. Um, uh seem you know they could they could put it on blast it'll be great um would i love to also see adam edge copeland sure i just <laughs> feel like that's less likely i think that uh aew is the place for him there's a lot more for him to do yeah. at this oh, stage yes. i think he'll be there eventually i said don't know that he'll be there next wednesday it fair that's that's also fair uh so We've also got Mike the Jeweler saying, what if Christian is the one who actually had daddy issues and that's why he tries to cover his insecurities after going after others' dead dads? Listen, buddy, this is pro wrestling. It ain't getting that deep, Mike. (laughs) Says Renee is a star and an amazing pickup for AEW backstage MVP. Yeah, she is incredible. The type Mm -hmm. of person that everybody wants on their team. And he says, take care, SRS and Alex. Happy humping. The hump yeah. does return next next Wednesday at 3 p.m. Uh, I did a what do you guys want to talk about show today. So uh, enjoy. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'll tell you what. Do you want to enjoy your content everywhere? Nord. I'm traveling a lot. And when you travel, you got to protect your data. You got to protect your privacy online. NordVPN.com slash Fightful allows me to do that. Allows me to browse safely and securely. When you go to an airport, when you go to an arena a restaurant, a hotel, you're usually connecting to that unsecured Wi-Fi, which leaves you susceptible to having your data stolen, any any number of things taken from your private connection or what should be your private connection. NordVPN.com slash Fightful makes it a private connection with the fastest VPN in the world, a 30-day money-back guarantee, and a ton of other features in addition to that peace of mind that you get when you can browse safely and securely. And I'm talking all your devices. Surface Pro, laptop, desktop, PC, smart TV, router, phone, whatever you're taking with you, nordvpn.com slash Fightful will add extra layers of security to your digital life. You can get a password manager, a file encryption tool. Be safe, be smart, nordvpn.com slash Fightful. 
Reminder, guys, leave a thumbs up on this video. Get your super chats. Get your humper chats in. We are heading down the home stretch. Daniel R. says, hi, Sean. Did WWE give a reason why they released Swerve? Seems like a mistake. WWE will regret for a long time. They do regret it. They wanted him back. They couldn't get him back. He was signed by AEW. Uh, budget cuts. Budget cuts. Also known as they absolutely hoarded talent for years, not expecting a global pandemic, and wanted to maximize their profit margins, and they cut a bunch of talent. Ian Simmons says that they had both. I would choose Mercedes for Arthur Ashe and Edge for Wrestle Dream. Spread out the surprises. Also, watch out for the shoe. Um, Mercedes <laughs> popping up at Grand Slam in order to set up a Wrestle Dream match would be kind of cool. Mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, also, Mercedes kind of ended Soraya's career for a while. So there's, I mean, there's a lot to... There's a lot to play. There, I mean, there. they'd have to make that the crux of the feud between the two of them, I think. Yeah, um, I think so. And I wonder, I wonder like how they would play that. Cause there ain't a lot of baby face into ending somebody's career by almost ripping their spinal cord in half. Got a Roderick Strong interview, but then we got Samoa Joe defeating Roderick Strong. Uh, this is the best work of Roderick Strong's career, in my opinion. Sure it is. And he's had some really, really he's great work. Really good stuff. In and out of the ring, though, like Roderick Strong has traditionally always been known as like not a good promo. Nobody was ever like, damn, these Roddy promos. However, he's very memeable. Like oh the 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 spin in the chair, the who gives a fuck. Yeah. Like we've seen him be entertaining mm -hmm. and funny before. Yes. And we're really starting to see that now. Yeah. The neck brace, him just screaming, Adam! God. After the match, when he sees Adam Cole, he just falls down and holds his neck. Mm -hmm. There's so much to even like to, to get into here, but the match was fantastic. The I had a feeling great. Joe had a feeling Joe would win, but they have built Roderick Strong as a character. Right. On this show to the point where I was right. like, is Taven, is Bennett, is somebody going to cause something to happen? And then sure. Joe just unleashes hell. I had enough enough intrigue about this match. This is how I want to see more things built. Right. Um, uh, yeah, I, I, was, I was hoping for Roddy simply because of this. I think because of what they're doing surrounding it um, and because of who he is. Samoa Joe is guaranteed an MJF match. Roddy Strong is not. Um, so I think Roddy Strong has to win the title tournament, the, the, the number one contender tournament, to get that match. But Joe doesn't. Because uh, if, if Roddy Strong wins this match, he's going to go on. And you have all that intrigue around Roddy Strong versus MJF and Adam Cole has to like, Will he have to choose and all this kind of stuff? And you have the shenanigans out there with the kingdom and everything based around that. Um, and then MJF beats Roddy Strong. And then um, uh, Samoa Joe just murders Roddy Strong for, for, for costing him this match and says, I'm still coming after you, MJF. We're and so you could do Roddy versus MJF at Grand Slam and Samoa Joe versus MJF at Wrestle Dream. You could just do both of those things. But now that we get Samoa Joe, which is a great match, it's really cool the way he then targets Adam Cole and takes him out after uh, with their stretching out, stretchering out um, uh, Roddy Strong. Uh, so we're going to get Samoa Joe and MJF at Grand, at Grand Slam. Uh, and then probably not going to get that Roddy Strong versus MJF match. Or if we do, it'll be on a random dynamite. I absolutely love this. Patchy Rick says, Edge's AEW debut should be him just showing up out of nowhere after Roddy yells, Adam! In a random backstage segment. <laughs> and King of the North says, Adam, I can't see you! With his yeah. eyes closed. Yes. Pop. Yeah. You get so stretchered out. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. He gets stretchered out. Taz is sitting there explaining... 
in kayfabe as a guy who had a broken neck why yeah. you would wear your neck brace after wrestling a match He's yes. like, blood flow it's for safety and security and yada yada yep. jesus mm-hmm. christ and goth style pie driver says strong taven and bennett are giving 120 percent to this silly bullshit and i love it yes mm-hmm. i do like it is they taven and bennett were non-entities on aew and now they're valuable. They are great supporting characters in this multi-layered feud. Right. It involves MJF, Adam Cole, Bennett, Taven, Roderick Strong, Samoa Joe, the ROH tag titles, the AEW world title, and the ROH TV title. It is so multi-layered from every angle. And as Adam Cole is watching Roddy get stretchered out and... <laughs> Bennett and Taven are scolding him like, you've done enough. I'm very concerned. <laughs> Samoa Joe chokes him out. No MJF mm-hmm. to help him. And Jay says, dumb to not end with Joe on the mic. I'm over the Roddy stuff. I saved a bit. My Joe coming back out. Listen, you are all by yourself there. I yeah, think yeah. Joe choking him out and screaming and yeah. saying, MJF, I'm going to take everything you love worked out great i i really really loved this main event and the post segment out yeah uh, a lot of intrigue also set up by mjf and his promo swearing to god that he is going to choke out samoa joe like basically giving us the finish and now we got to work backwards to find out how they're going to get there because i i do believe that's where we're going i don't think there's going to be samoa joe with a shock victory to become AEW world champion next week. And I don't think they would have MJF swear to God, he was going to do that and then not do it. That's just not who MJF is, at least at this version of the character. So we'll see what kind of weird technicality they get to, or my God, maybe MJF will really just talk him out. There's gonna be a lot of stuff to see how that, how it works out. I like this uh, a lot. And I also love that um, this feels like a wonderful, like, I don't accident is the wrong word but like the the fact that it got set up by like mjf happened to be walking past samoa joe who playfully gave him a little shove and mjf took it way too seriously i love that those little things can build to a match where it feels like so much is at stake i like that a lot bizarro big l had also sent a super chat in during uh what do you guys want to talk about said uh dan Housen's injury is a tech pair if that's the case or a peck tear. He said, if that's the case, how would a parody of the original Cody finish the story run work for you? I feel like I'm going after Luchasaurus or MJF, not the contender people expect to win, but an underdog push for fun. Oh. I don't think that Dan Housen would risk the heat. He's a very diplomatic, very, yeah. very smart man. That would be uh, so Alex- funny if, if they could let him, if they would let him do that, come out in a weird, like Captain America outfit for yeah. all of his matches. posting a video of him reacting to the turnstile attendance being 72265 after he got a tattoo that said 81035 yes amazing it says I swear I'm okay (laughs) oh Jesus Guys, thank you all so much. Uh, Alex, tell the people where they can find you, follow you, all that good stuff. Uh, you can find me on the Twitter X at Alex Sour Graps. Uh, find me uh, Tuesdays uh, reviewing NXT. Becky Lynch is the new champ, women's champion there. Who knows what that what the future holds for that brand. Best viewership in years. Well, yeah, it's Becky Lynch. It's a huge star. Yeah, absolutely. And good for Tiffany Stratton. She had a fantastic match with, with Becky. They'll kind of eyeballs on her that she deserves. Good for her. Yes. Um, the, uh, then on uh, Fridays, uh, we'll do a, a, we do a Rampage watch along. That's usually a lot of fun while, while talking about SmackDown. Uh, Collision this week um, uh, will be fun because I'm going to have uh, Alexis Cardoza uh, on with me, the Dueling Alexes, which is a lot of fun. Um, and then Mondays after Raw with Kate. Um, and this Friday on um, uh, Get the Flick Out of Here, we are reviewing the 1987 
so absolutely awful it might be kind of good rotor it's okay god it's such a ridiculous movie <laughs> becky lynch drew nxt's biggest numbers in almost three years that is incredible it is the second most in three years and uh it is top three since uh december 2019 that is incredible uh check out that show again impact roh post show reviews every week smackdown as well until next time we're out enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at betmgm sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet when you register with betmgm you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features live betting options and the best daily promotions in the business and with betmgm at your fingertips every play and every game matters more than ever place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.